0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the Lunch Table Podcast. My name is Sam Vith. I am your host alongside my two co-hosts, Gunter Schroeder and Will Duncan. Today is episode
1: 14?
0: 14. Yeah. Um, wait, wait, so we,
1: today we we've got 13
0: uploaded. Yet. Yeah, we've got 13 uploaded. Uh, We're going to be covering the NFL draft today. And uh, we're probably going to be going over the first 10 picks. We're going to rate them on an A to F scale. And based on how we think that... uh that the player is going to do in their environment for the next five years. So, should be a fairly short podcast. We'll get it over pretty quickly. And, uh, yeah, let's just go from there. Uh, So, of course, number one overall draft pick was Trevor Lawrence.
1: Everyone obviously knew that.
0: Pretty obvious. Will, we'll start with you. What did you think about Trevor Lawrence?
1: I mean, obviously, it was the most, like, predictable pick. I'm going to go with A. I mean, like, obviously – uh, the Jags definitely needed that, and I think th- I think they'll have a bright future with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I think, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Not much to say about that. Obviously, everyone knew he was going to go there, so, I mean, you can't really yeah. say much about that. Um, He's the most
2: NFL-ready prospect by a long shot. Yeah. He's going into, like, an, a completely new coaching coaching staff with Urban Meyer coming down from the college. He's never, you know, he's never coached in the pros, but I think it was a really good pick for them to start. They had a lot of needs, but quarterback was going to be the – the first one that they needed, I think he has a really good arm. He's really accurate in the pocket. I think they have some, you know, some decent receivers that he can start throwing to. So if they can get him going and uh, he can start working, I think I think he'll be a really good, uh, really good player.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think they built around him pretty well, and uh, I think that he uh, he's definitely like the best prospect here. Uh, it was him and Kyle Pitts were definitely the two best prospects, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean it was pretty obvious that the that Clemson was, or er, that Trevor Lawrence is going to get taken <laughs> from Clemson yeah. by the Jaguars. So, I definitely think that he was the uh, best pick available. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming in at pick number two, we have Zach Wilson uh, out of BYU for the Jets. For the Jets, uh, I mean, I feel like this was kind of the most obvious. pick. Also, like kind of a
1: happen. similar like. Uh similar to Trevor Lawrence, just, like, yeah, like, the obvious number two. Yeah, he's the
0: obvious obvious one on every draft board. So, Will, how do you feel about this one?
1: I think definitely another um, A pickup for the Jets. I mean, the Jets struggled hard, and their quarterback situation wasn't great. So I feel like Zach Wilson will give them – they got their franchise quarterback, hopefully, in Zach Wilson. So I think that's another solid pickup that you can't really argue much about. There's no really, like – you can't really argue the ones where it's, like, an obvious quarterback pick you have to agree that it's like a all-around decent draft pick so
2: yeah i think there is a little bit to be concerned with about maybe how uh well he p- or how well he played against like quality opponents like in the coastal carolina game this past season he wasn't doing too great i think he probably could have improved a little bit i mean you know byu's a pretty pretty decent football program but he had a really decent showing in his pro day i think he'll be pretty decent quarterback. I don't think he'll be as good as Trevor Lawrence. I think he may struggle a little bit during his first season. Obviously, the Jets have—I would say the Jets on offense have a way weaker core than the Jaguars do. The Jets have barely any weapons. They tried to help him out bringing in uh, Elijah Moore from Ole Miss in the second round, but I think overall I'll give them a, a B plus on this. There's probably a lot of quarterback prospects they could have gone with. Trevor Lawrence was like clearly number number one, but you know the, they they could have gone with. You know, Trey Lance, uh, you know, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, all of those guys were it remains to be seen how well they're gonna do, but I think Zach Wilson was a, a decent place to start for them this draft.
0: Yeah, he was definitely like the uh the um the correct pick for I think. I think he faced the scheme best for the Jets. I think out of the other quarterbacks that were available, I think he's definitely like the uh the best I get yeah scheme fit so yeah it makes sense I'll give him a like a A minus for it because I mean it, it was the most obvious choice like the second, one and two for yeah for pick. the second pick it's yeah. the most obvious um the third one is where things started to get interesting uh, a lot of people had linked Mac Jones with the 49ers but the 49ers selected Trey Lance out of North Dakota State he's the biggest boomer bust prospect he's got a monster arm he's like he's basically Josh Allen but he looks yeah. like Patrick Mahomes.
1: That's what I'm going to say on Mac Jones, though. Like, yeah. big, big boomer bust. and people Big boomer bust, yeah. But I think Trey Lance,
0: he has a lower floor and a higher ceiling, is how they described him. Like, he has the better chance to become better than the other quarterbacks that were available. Still so a toss-up, though. Yeah, so That's we'll why I'll
1: probably rank it like a, like a flat-out B. Like, I don't think it's bad at all. But it's, I mean, yeah, it's a toss-up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really know. Well, yeah, like you said, the – W- like term you used, f- low floor, high ceiling. Like, that's a good way to describe it. So I think um, – think I don't think it's a bad pickup by any means, but th- with from the options they had, I feel like it was a just a toss-up. So I guess we'll have to see how it unfolds, and then obviously we'll be able to rank it better from there. But give a solid B.
2: Yeah, I think the 49ers made the correct decision. Like, I would not have gone Mac Jones at number three. I think they made the correct decision selecting Trey Lance over him. I think – the 49ers, I think, are thinking – they're a quarterback away from a dynasty at this point. Like they have like a rotation of like three running backs that are really good. They have a decent wide receiving core. Their O line's really good, and their defense. Although they did lose Robert Solly, their defensive coordinator. He's now the head coach of the Jets. The players are still The there. players are really good. Yeah, they have. You know, they still have Fred Warner, Nick Bosa. You know, Richard is Richard Sherman still there? He really? hasn't re- he didn't re- this no. year. No. Um, they have a lot of decent players, especially on the D-line and linebackers. Their, their secondary is also pretty decent. So I think the 49ers, I would, I would. you know, I don't blame them for going for the boomer bust, honestly. You know, Garoppolo's been decent, but... You can't say how Yeah, they're... they're uh, he has been... He's torn his ACL before. If Lance can come in and provide kind of like a really big impact, then they'll probably be, you know... Competing for Super Bowls year in year out, kind of sort of like the Chiefs, maybe, but um, I think it was the correct quarterback choice. I think they probably sh- you know, with the players available on the board, they definitely should have taken Trey Lance. I'll give that one a plus a for that.
0: Yeah, I think with the um with the uh the Forty Niners here, I think that the um that either if this p- draft pick pays out really well, this could either be an A plus kind of pick where it's like, oh, they got the best steal of the draft at. Pick yeah, three. exactly. Or if he is an absolute like is absolute garbage, Trashkin. it's going to be an F. That's what so I was saying. Well, we got to see how it unfolds so basically, I'm just so give him a B, that's what I was saying. Like, yeah, exactly. I you can't really judge yet. Like if once after maybe 2 or 3 years you can judge based on how he's going to do. So, we'll just give it a B cuz it's kind of hard to tell based on how this pick's going to turn out. Like I know we're trying to judge based off like how they're going to do in the future, but quarterback yeah. quarterbacks are harder to judge because That's like the you know, an injury or a like just just having poor no performance in poor general. Yeah, in general, like it's kind of hard to tell. So exactly, I mean it's definitely d- more difficult like that. Um, coming number, number, number four, four, Falcons draft our Kyle Falcons Pitts. pick Kyle Pitts out of <coughs> Florida, probably the best athlete. He's what six foot six, six six about two forty something like that. Yeah. Five and then Runs a four-four-two or something.
1: He's a big and athletic tight end, which yeah. is nice to have. Like, we're, we're comparing him to Travis Kelsey.
0: Yeah, he's, a, he's like a matchup nightmare where he's like too big for a cornerback, but he's like too fast for a linebacker. Like, he's, 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 I think he's gonna be good. Will, what'd you
1: think? I think it's, I think it's a really good pick. I know that a lot of people, like, c- and personally, in my opinion, I kind of wanted to see us take Justin Fields, but I'm not, a, I'm not upset about it. I'm still gonna give it an A, like, and it's a flat out A. I think I think he's gonna he's gonna do work for us. Like if Matt Ryan can just play decently, I think he'll definitely have a big impact for our team, along with uh, Julio and Calvin Ridley.
2: yeah, I think now that we're hearing that Falcons are listening to the trade offers for Julio, you're you're starting to think maybe they're trying to replace him with another kind of player. But you know, I really wish that we had you know. Number four was the most awkward pick because we couldn't. We tried to trade back. You know, if we did, I would have liked to trade back to like you know, eight or nine and gotten. You know, I think we still could have gotten either Patrick Sartain or J C Horn, which is a really good cornerback prospect. Another area where we really struggle. You know, A J Terrell was decent, but he wasn't like standout or anything like that. Not I mean A J Terrell's trash. <laughs> yeah, it remains to be seen how he did. He had some really really bad games, but he was he was starting to pick it up during. Uh, towards the end, back end of the yeah. last season. But, yeah, you know, I would have liked to still have gotten him. It's not really a need, though, which is why I'm not going to give it an A. But if we're talking about the player he could become, this, this, ha- he, this has potential to be, like, a really, really good pick. Like, you can, you know, plan so much more around, like, the offensive scheme. Like, I know Arthur Smith is kind of like a running back coach, but they can, like, implement a lot of, like, play action, stuff like that, which is, you know, when Matt Ryan won his MVP, that was, like, the offense, the offensive scheme was really well-constructed, and that kind of went away when Shanahan left for the 49ers. But uh, I think it was, it was the best pick available, honestly. You know, we didn't really need a wide receiver. And the other – there was no, like, really good defensive draft picks to pick up. Like, the first one I think that was taken was J.C. Horn at number 8, and he was – you know, there was no defensive line for a while. The first linebacker was taken at like number twelve, which sucks because if there was like a, a really elite like edge rusher this draft, that was like our dream scenario. But there just wasn't. The one year there's not like a standout defensive end we could have taken, which sucks. But I'll take I'll take Kyle Pitts. I think he's he has the potential to be a really good. So,
0: what grade do you give him?
2: I'll give him a a minus for that. A Actually, minus. I know I said you know, maybe not an A, but you know it's not gonna be that high. But I think it's a, it's for you know the yeah. value he's that's a decent draft pick.
0: I think I'm gonna end up splitting mine. So basically if the Falcons do end up trading Julio, this is an A pick because I mean not having Julio and having yeah. Kyle Pitts it's kinda like replacing it's supposedly replacing one for one. Trade, supposedly yeah. but if we keep him and we if we keep Julio and we keep Kyle Pitts, I'm gonna give it a B plus because I think we could have s- used the draft pick somewhere else. Like, I mean, I don't think we need an O-line necessarily, but, like, maybe could have been more useful than having another receiver. Could have used a cornerback, could have drafted one of the edge rushers like, I know it's kind of a reach at four to go, but as Gunnar said, like, I mean, trading down might not have been the worst thing, but yeah, based on the
1: rumors of Julio leaving, I think I'm going to give it an A. The most considerable thing is the Julio trade. Is just judge because so I, I think, think. <laughs> that's
0: the most recent, that's like the most recent. That might have recent. been kind of
1: almost foreshadowing something that they're really thinking about trading yeah, Julio away, which is why they might have taken that. Yeah, so
0: it's going to be an A if Julio is traded, and it's going to be a B plus m- B+ if traded, trade Julio is not traded. I mean, I feel like it's kind of a, a bit of a waste uh, coming in number five, we have Jamar Chase, wide receiver out of LSU. See, this one is cool. drafted
1: by the uh, Bengals. Um, well, I like this personally because he got reunited with Joe Burrow. I think that's, I think that's sick. Like, that's a little biased, obviously, if not based on skill. But I mean, I think that's good for the. I mean, I think that's good for B- the Bengals and Joe Burrow too. Like, that's just chemistry right there. Like, it's like it's the literal chemistry. So, like, yeah, I it. think that's really. I think that was smart.
2: Your, your like uh, your when you twin have brother got a, another weapon.
1: Exactly, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like I think that's like a, that's a, I think that was a smart decision for the Bengals to make, because I think they know how well they um like worked together back in color college days. So I going to give that an A. I think yeah. that's I think it's
2: smart. Remember who Jamar Chase cooked in the national championship? AJ Terrell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe Burrow had like four it's touchdowns. Like maybe they could have been
1: good. smarter in taken some O <laughs> or taking an O lineman, but I mean. I don't know. I like that. I think I think that's cool that they got reunited and that'll be some good chemistry. I think it'll show in the league. So.
2: Um. Yeah. I think it was a. De- I. I. You know. I like Jamar Chase. As a player. I like Jamar. I like Jamar Chase as a player. But, this was not the the right place to to pick him. I. There's such a glaring need for Joe Burrow to be like. Protected like Panay Sewell is on the board. I don't understand why the Bengals didn't just take him. You already have a decent receiving core. You know you have Tyler T Higgins, Boyd. Tyler Boyd. Do you drafted T Higgins just last year? Tyler Boyd's good. I think AJ Green did. He did you know. went to the Cardinals. he did go to the I Cardinals. Mean could, I, this off-season. I mean, here's the
0: thing: is you draft an alignment round two, round three, you pick up another third receiver. Yeah, know?
2: they did. They did address it in the second round. They picked up, I believe, Jackson Carmen from Clemson, who's like a left tackle, but. Panay Sewell was far and away the best offensive lineman prospect in this draft. Later, yeah, yeah, it it was it made sense to just take potentially a Hall of Famer in, like at left tackle. You saw the scar on Joe Burrow's knee, right? When they uh, yeah, unveiled when they the uniforms. uniforms, some of you yeah. guys may have seen that when he just has a huge scar on his knee where he got the ACL MCL surgery. I don't, you know, I don't. Re- Jamar Chase is going to be a really good player, I think, but I don't think that it's the right decision for the Bengals. I think they need to address the offensive line more than the wide receiving core. So for that, I'm going to give it a C. I'm, I'm I don't think it's the right p- it's the right pick for the Bengals.
0: Uh, I'm going to agree with Gunter here, but I'm going to go even lower. I'm going to give him a D. Uh this is not the best pick here. Sheesh, boys. This is this is the arguably like the most confusing pick here. Like yes, Jamar Chase was good. He didn't play last season That's at true. all. So who knows? I mean, he's, he's still gonna be good. Like you don't lose everything in a year, but yeah. you didn't have any film on him. You didn't have any game, like game film that you saw from him this year. You need an old line. The thing is, is Joe Burrow he can't throw to this Jamar Chase if he has one second in the pocket. And is like I think the
1: they're big really big trusting ACL that torn. they're gonna like just go off together and have like this, just, yeah, like the the this same season chemistry. of like er, like the best season ever because just because of that chemistry they have. I think I think they're putting a lot of trust in that, which is definitely like a coin toss pick. Because I think they were just taking. Yeah. They're going to be a little risky and go for I that. I
0: think I'm giving him a D here. I think this is the wrong pick. I think... I mean, y'all right. Sewell I can't give him an
1: A. I mean, obviously, like, Joe Burrow literally just yeah. got absolutely, he like, got rocked last year. Torn. Yeah, so... so.
0: Panay Sewell is drafted two picks later. He's available. I think... Th- I just think it's the wrong choice here. Uh, speaking of teammates being reunited, Jalen Waddle picked at pick number six by the Miami Dolphins. Him and Tua have been reunited. That's, again, also, like... <laughs> I this one I think is definitely more of a uh, a reasonable pick. Will do. You think Rowe? it's good for
1: more weapons for a uh, two to be thrown to? I think. Uh, I mean, I don't really know what. What else they should have drafted over him? I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like you was saying, there wasn't that many like great defensive prospects to like pick in like no. the top ten. Well,
2: yeah, their defense was not the issue. Yeah, their defense I was, just was really good last season. Like Xavier Howard and who's their other quarterback? I can't remember it right now, but. He that's yeah, that's was, like, leading the NFL in, like, interceptions last season.
1: So I, I, I think that's a better – I think it's a decent
2: – I don't know. I think it was either between Jalen Waddell and Devontae Smith. But since the Dolphins did sign Will Fuller in the offseason, I think they want someone that, like, wants – that it's going to, like, expand the – or, like, maybe is like, a fast kind of receiver. Like, yeah. I know I – you know, everyone gets compared to Tyreek Hill when they're fast, that's right? That's true. But <laughs> the Chiefs offense kind of, like – thrives around the speed of, like, you know, Kelsey's, like, the best pass catcher, obviously, but Tyreek is able to open so many lanes for other people because of his speed. So I think that's what they're kind of looking for. I think Tua is going to improve this season. Obviously, they went out and got him some weapons. I think Gasicki will be decent this season. Will Fuller's good. I think Jalen Waddle will actually make a decent impact this season. But overall... You know, I don't know. It's it's it was really a toss between him and Devontae Smith. I don't know what the Dolphins were really li- really looking for, but they addressed their biggest need, and that's to help Tua and get some playmakers. So I'll I'll give that one a, an A minus. It's not the perfect pick, but it like you know obviously they probably would have taken. Actually no, they wouldn't have taken Kyle Pitts or Gasicki, So I I'll give that an a, an A minus. So it is a decent pickup. I would have picked picked Devonte Smith over Jalen Waddle, but I think that was a good pick.
0: Yeah, I I agree with Gunter. I think um that uh this pick it was definitely like the uh th- it was definitely the right need but I think Devontae Smith is the better option here he's just come off a Heisman winning season uh I don't really see why you pick Jalen waddle especially because Jalen waddle he had injuries this season so chemistry I mean chemistry does make sense but I think they're putting a lot of uh, faith into that a lot of faith ho- ho- has been hopefully being they put can into they all, all they these chemistry connect a lot yeah
1: really. Which, I mean
0: it's fair like I mean, I mean it is it fair makes sense but but I don't know
1: um guess we'll see
0: Pick number seven, Panay Sewell. What well, we argued that the uh, Bengals should have drafted and was drafted by the Lions. Um, I mean, they're definitely addressing a need with O tackle, but I think here the pick is probably Devontae
1: Smith. Personally, will what for do you think? Yeah, for the oh, because the Lions' uh quarterback situation that was a uh, forgot. Wait, what was it again? Who has I forgot about.
2: Freaking yeah, it's Jared Goff. Right yeah, right yeah. yeah, yeah. So I was Stafford, left yeah, Stafford left for the Rams. Yeah, Stafford left and Goff, Goff
1: yeah. came. That was just weird. Yeah, it's I mean, I, g- I guess that. I mean, I would have. Yeah, I feel like Devontae Goff is Smith, yeah. but
2: I mean, I feel like Goff is a transition quarterback. I feel like that's kind of what the Lions like. Unfortunately, yeah. But like, Sean McVay has one of the best offensive schemes in the league, and if Jared Goff isn't going to do well in that, I don't see how he's going to do well in Detroit, like where it's careers not. kind of go to die. Unfortunately, exactly. like I think Stafford might actually win a ring with the Rams in the next few years. Yeah, I possibly.
1: mean, I'll probably give him, I'll probably give that, like, a, I mean, like, a, just a mid-tier, like, C. I mean, like, sure, it'll be good. Put some, prote- give some protection to Goff, but I mean, like, I don't know.
2: I feel like they should have given him a better weapon for, because yeah. they're on the Lions. I think they're thinking long-term here. You know, I do think that Devontae Smith was going to be, like, a decent choice here. Obviously, their <laughs> receiving core is gutted now. Yeah, Marvin gone, Jones yeah. is gone. He's on the Jaguars. Galladay left for the Giants. They still do have TJ Hawkinson. he's a decent t- tight end. I think they did actually uh, address wide receiver a little bit later in the draft, like the fourth round. I think they got Amon Ross St. Brown, who's like a receiver from UFC. He's pretty decent. Yeah. Um, I think they're thinking long-term here. I think the Lions are thinking long-term. And if they're looking at the board, I think Panay Sewell is easily uh, – like I. Th- I think that was the right pick, honestly, because – if, if he turns out to be really good, then you have your your left tackle in place for the next, like, ten to, f- you know, however long he plays. Obviously, O-linemen o- aren't playing as long. But I think considering the fact that, that, that Sewell fell to them at seven is even more impressive. So in I'm Early
0: draft board, no. she's taken three. Yeah, no,
2: like three or four or five. Yeah. You know, the Falcons could have drafted him. I, w- I don't think I would have been too angry. Like, our O-line. Angry. It's I just, mean, I don't think it's the best pick there. It wouldn't the Falcons, have been, but yeah. yeah, no. But I think it was it was a smart pick. I'm going to give him an A-plus because Sewell was the best – I think he was the best prospect left on the board. Yeah. And the fact that he fell to them lower than where he should have, that's a, it's a really good value pick for him. Yeah, them.
0: so uh, I, I agree with Gunter. Uh, I'm going to give him a B-plus. I think long-term, let's say Jared Goff is not their future quarterback. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They, yeah. you know, they get drafted quarterback in two years after they've rebuilt for two years. Or I think Jared they're Goff, And then they just bring in a brand-new yeah. quarterback – Definitely the thing you want your staple left tackle, you know, future maybe Hall of Famer because that's how good he is. They
2: might, yeah, they might draft like they're going to be really bad this season. <laughs> I think they're like they're going to be awful. They're this season. not going to be good. It's it's between them and the Texans for the number one pick this season. Uh, you know, there's a couple decent QB prospects off the top of my head. I, I think you know Sam Howell from North Carolina could be a decent option. Obviously, last you know, time you, U- yeah, last Carolina, time a quarterback UNC quarterback went high in the draft. <laughs> Trubisky, Mitch Trubisky, the abs, the MVP, the Nickelodeon MVP. Look how that turned out, <laughs> not too well. But uh, I think he's a decent prospect. Spencer L- Rattler. I don't think he's eligible quite yet. But if uh, they want, there's
0: definitely a few quarterback prospects. But the thing is, is I think they might be bad for the next two years almost. No, they're going to so be. So probably bad draft for next two years. probably another Alabama player because we all know is an absolute like, no. machine. Defensive end or like a
2: linebacker that and that then year, uh, year
0: pick. and then after that then they go quarterback in the next 2 years and then yeah after they get that quarterback this that's when this pick starts to pay off but for right now I mean in the short term I think Devonte Smith would have been the better maybe one or two year pick but for long term 5 6 years down the road which is what we're basing it on I think it is the right pick so I'm going to give him a B plus
2: yeah I mean we know how bad Detroit's like running back play is like since Barry Sanders retired they haven't had a guy finish in the top half of, like, all leading rushers in the league for, like, 20-something years. So I think, you know, an O-line will actually absolutely, like, I- improve your running game. Like, if you can't run the ball, it's so one-dimensional and teams and are able to shut you down pass, yeah. so easily. So
0: I, I do think it's the right pick long-term, short-term, I think. Passer Tane would have been more of an entertaining pick, though. Um, Coming in at number eight, pick number eight, we have J.C. Horn. Maybe not the best cornerback available. Um, Carolina drafts them at number eight. Shout out my boy Jacob. Yeah, Jacob. So um, Will, how do you feel about? I Jason mean, Horn? I
1: didn't even know who that was. I'm gonna give it a stack with y'all, but like, <laughs> I mean, cornerback to the Panthers. I mean, like, sure. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I had no idea what the Panthers were even thinking about. I can't say much yeah. about that. Gunnar probably I talk mean, about that more.
2: But yeah. So it was between Horn and Sertain for like the best quarterback prospect in the draft. Obviously, it was. I think you know. Uh, Jacob actually said they wanted a press corner, which is kind of what JC Horn plays more than like
0: an the, off corner.
2: Yeah, more more than like Sertain is the better like off corner. But if you want it like a press corner, which honestly the Panthers are gonna have to play physical. You know, if you're if you're lining up against Julio, Mike Evans, Calvin Ridley, Julio, Michael Thomas, Kyle Pitts, now Chris Godwin. Yeah, like Chris Godwin. Like you know, press physical corner is just Horn
0: probably the JJ best JJ with this. Uh.
2: It's the best rec- the best receiving like league in the division. Like you're not going to find a better division with like better wideouts anywhere. It's easily the NFC South, th- so they're going to need to you know protect the back end of their secondary. they were really like missing James Bradbury last year, I would say, because they were they were getting kind of torched on the uh, and like pat it through the air like Derek Carr threw for like 400 yards. Yeah, I mean Derek Carr's not bad, but you know if the Panthers' defense is any decent, they probably shouldn't be doing that but i think it was a decent pickup for them they you know they probably should have gone corner i don't think they need a re- they don't really need Devonte smith yeah particularly there's like an
0: a minus kind of pick
2: it's like yeah it's i'd give him like i give it like a a b because it's 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 kind of hard to evaluate like yeah
0: between him and pat sertain i mean it's just like it's like kind of hard to you have to uh, choose yeah. the style you want yeah they wanted to press corner J.C. Horn's the press corner in the draft. I mean, I honestly think that that's the right pick here. So Gunner gave it a B. I th- I'm thinking, you know, probably an A minus because if this is with a scheme that they want to fit, J.C. Horn's the right prospect for them. Yeah. Uh, pick Makes number sense. nine, the Broncos. They take Patrick Sertain the pick after. Uh, cornerback out of, out of Alabama. Will you got anything? Well, yeah, on this one? I mean,
1: considering we all just said about. Uh, the Sertain being the off corner versus uh, yeah, and he's corner the only cornerback. Corner. He's the second, but well, yeah, first but or second. I mean, but I but think that's a solid pick. The Broncos were pretty dismal this year anyway, yeah. so can't really be much uh, worse than that. So I mean, I think that's solid for like their rebuilding years. I mean, that's what they're doing. So I think that's. I mean, I, th- I think it's a solid like B tier pick. Well, I mean, not even. Oh, they could have taken Devonta Smith, but yeah, I don't know.
2: Um, I'm gonna say you know Pat Sertain was really impressive this season, you know. You know he was lining up against some really, really decent <laughs> receivers, <laughs> especially like during, you know, I th- who was it? I was like Amari Rogers. You had uh, who else? It was some. It was a decent, a decent amount of players. You know, the SEC is going to bring a lot of like really Talent. good. Yeah, you're always going to be playing against the best. The best. You best know. of the best. Yeah, that's why Alabama's an absolute NFL factory is because they just. They churn out NFL ready players because they're coached really well. You know, Saban's been doing it for a long time. You can obviously see Julio got drafted ten years ago. Look, and he's still and he's still you know one of the best, yeah. Yeah. one of the best receivers. So you in the give Considering then, that the Broncos, uh, I don't, I don't think, real, I didn't really know what they were gonna like. Look, for. who was like, mo- who was, who were they getting mocked for, like in the draft? Do you think, what like Micah Parsons, or I think it was, a it, was either, it was either,
0: yeah. It was Caleb Farley, J.C. Horn, or Certain. Yeah, it was pretty either Sertain or Parsons every whichever, time. Co- whichever cornerback came to them is pretty much who yeah.
2: But uh, I think considering it was a pick lower, and honestly, I think you'd probably have to rate um, Pat Sertain over J.C. Horn because he's kind of like a better off-corner. Press coverage is, you know, decent, but I think certain's the better all-around corner. The Broncos, their defense has, you know, historically been the best, so I, I think th- I'll give that one like a... Would I give Horn like a B? You give him a B. I'll give Sertain like an A minus. I think that was a decent yeah. pickup for the Broncos.
0: I'm gonna give him a, an A minus again, just like I gave JC Horn. I think Sertain he's definitely the better corner. He doesn't necessarily, f- I don't know what scheme the Broncos run when it comes to their <laughs> cornerbacks, but I, I think uh, he's the best available corner or yeah. defensive player at this point. So mm-hmm. I think he's definitely the play. An interesting thing I saw is they could have drafted Justin Fields here at number nine. I don't think Drew Locke's very good. I think like he I mean he hasn't had necessarily had like the weapons and everything that he's he's needed. But mm-hmm. I mean technically Justin Fields is available and he's a very highly rated draft pick here, so kinda surprised that Justin Fields didn't go earlier, but at the same time I think cornerback was the right, so I'm gonna give him an a minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, at pick number ten. Devontae Smith. Yeah, finally. <laughs> he uh, finally goes. The Heisman winner out of Alabama. Drafted by the Eagles after a trade from the Cowboys. The Cowboys traded away the number 10 spot to Devo- uh, to the Eagles, and they take Devontae Smith here. So, Will, how do you feel about this Definitely
1: a solid pick. Give weapons to Jalen Hurts for the Eagles. I think that's a – I mean, he's going to be – Pretty sure we can all predict that he's going to be at least fairly decent this season. I yeah, think an him and Jalen Hurts will yeah. connect. I think that's a solid A pickup right there.
2: It's the third like quarterback wide receiver reunite like they're reunited against the third time that's happened. It happens in like the top which is eight. good. I
1: mean, yeah, I think I think they're going to do, do well together. Hurts and Waddle
2: didn't play together for that. They, they only played together for like one season. But this is a really good pickup for the Eagles. The Cowboys after you know the best two cornerback prospects went. I think wisely traded down. You know, yeah, they wanted certain or Horn or Horn. One of those. I guys. mean, you could have
0: maybe drafted what's his name here, Farley.
2: Yeah, but that was a reach. I Farley think fell at
0: twenty-two. Yeah, they, they had him drafted in the top ten at one yeah, point. Yeah, they, so.
2: they had no other really like decent corners that they wanted. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is a this is a decent pickup for the Eagles. They need wide receiver help. Hopefully, the guy one they of the take guy, the one right of the, wide receiver. Of, well, you know, one of the guys behind him doesn't. Tear up the league because <laughs> they would make the Eagles look even worse. Let's see who, which wide receivers: uh, Kadarius, Toney Kadarius drafted Tony, drafted at twenty. Rashad Bateman, did he go in the first? Rashad
0: time? Bateman went at twenty-seven. Yeah, and that's
2: it. Yeah, so considering the Eagles like waited and they still got arguably the best, <laughs> the best you know wide receiver in the draft at like number ten. Ten. And mm-hmm. they didn't. I don't think they gave up too much either. I don't think they did. I think it might have been like a third round pick. Yeah, they need to. They needed to give Jalen Hurts weapons. Obviously, they have Hurts and Dallas Goddard at tight end. That was like the best tight end like tandem in the league easily. But their receivers are just abysmal. Like, all Sean Jeffrey was hurt. Deshaun Jackson was not good. Who else? Did, uh, like they were. They were playing like J.J. Arcega-Whiteside is their number one half the time who it's not very the good. eagles drafted over infamously drafted over justin DK jefferson Mech, yeah oh no yeah and jalen, then it was oh, and jalen rager too they drafted him over justin jefferson last year i will give this pick an a considering he was the arguably the best wide receiver prospect in the class he's going to give jalen hurts a weapon i think obviously the Eagles were in a tough quarterback spot last year but I think they figured think it out now. I don't think they'll be as bad this season. They're yeah, I don't they think so to, either. They need to build on the, the defensive end a little bit, but there was a decent pickup for them, I th- I'd i say, for the value.
0: Yeah. Um, I definitely think Devontae Smith was probably the a, an A overall pick here. I mean, he's got chemistry with Hurts. He's the arguably the best receiver here. They need receiver help. It makes sense for the Eagles to trade up two spots and uh, get it. Um in the first round, a couple other notable picks. We have Justin Fields at eleven, taken by the Bears. That Surprised he fell that far. Um, let's see.
2: Yeah, I would say that's probably like
0: the A plus. That's an I A plus pick say, here.
2: Considering the Bears traded up to get him, I don't blame them for going all in. I know they <laughs> they've done it before and it did not pay off. But do you really want to have Andy Dalton starting as your quarterback? Like I know he's he's still like a probably decent caliber, but he's just not like what you want. No, he's not he a full-time NFL starter at this point. Justin Fields kind of gives you like a dual threat quarterback which the running. their running their running game is all right, but it's never been like it's never too been incredible. Good. Yeah. Alan Robinson is good. It could I think Allen Robinson will maybe take take another step forward maybe if Justin Fields is throwing <laughs> yeah. some yeah. accurate passes, Darnell Mooney might show out this year.
0: Yeah. Uh at 13, Chargers were able to get Rashawn Slater who did fall to them which I'm kind of also surprised, but I think all the trades ahead yeah. of them. Definitely made it a little bit interesting to get Slater there. Mac Jones, fifteen to the, the Patriots, who did not have to trade up to get we him. We I think this is what out. Bill Belichick. I think oh, this might this be the Bill Belichick wanted, wanted. Yeah. the the white system quarterback. With, um, with
2: three letters in his first name, five letters in his last name. Look how that turned out last time. Yeah, you may, uh, have, seen you may have seen his infamous walk as he his <laughs> little waddle. The <laughs> the waddle he made to the stage. Everybody was making like. <laughs> they were putting, like, the Shark Take music over it. All yeah, all those memes. and
0: uh, probably the last I notable pick is Najee Harris at 24 to the Steelers. I mean, Najee Harris was a big game, huge oh game yeah. in the championship. Uh, he fell to 24. He was drafted by the Steelers, who did need running back help. Yeah, I, I think that's say. a pretty good pick there. So yeah,
2: I will say that's probably a good pick. Some, some head scratchers. At 17, the Raiders take Alex Leatherwood from Alabama. I don't understand that pick at all, like – Especially considering Derrissaw, who is probably regarded as like easily the third best O-tackle in the draft, is still on the board there. I don't know what the Raiders are thinking. And then obviously, no knocks against Travis Etienne, but the Jaguars don't need a running back. They already have James Robinson. I don't know why you would make that pick. If I was the Jaguars, I probably would have gone and maybe drafted, you know.
0: Bateman. Yeah. You know, Greg. Eric Stokes. Eric
2: Stokes. Like a, a cornerback. because. You know, they did get Shaquille Griffin in the offseason. Maybe you go and get Greg Russo from Miami, who's like a defensive end. Or you go out and get an o- offensive lineman maybe. But uh I think I think that was uh it, w- it was a confusing pick for the Jaguars. That's not like their big, big their, their glaring need. need. No. no, they had James Robinson already. I would either go maybe they go Rashad Bateman, get Trevor Lawrence a weapon. I know it's it's cool that they're like reunited and that might actually be a decent running back trio, but I think I think the Jaguars, you know, was <laughs> kind of for the sentimental stuff, but I, I think you know the Jaguars was it was kind of confusing.
1: Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, but I think that kind of wraps up the first rounds, pretty much notable pretty picks, good. first ten. Yeah, pretty. Everyone else, kinda like staff, right? everyone else was kind of just like, everyone else was kind of yeah. The Falcons, I think, had a pretty good draft, but I think that yeah. kind of just summarizes the most notable things in the draft. Oh yeah. Uh, so I think that kind of wraps up our podcast for today, Gunter. Like usual, sure. plug the Instagram. <laughs>
2: Uh, the underscore lunch table podcast still stuck at fifty-seven followers. Dang, we gotta we gotta think. get up Hold to on. sixty. Gotta put out some more podcasts. Yeah, fifty-seven. We're uh, gonna yeah. get there. We're gonna get we there. The, get there by the summer, maybe. Maybe.
0: Maybe. All right, gonna sign us out.
2: All right, thank you guys for uh, thank you guys for listening, and uh, see you next time. <laughs>